0: This is the Momentum Podcast. Entrepreneurs are the visionary leaders of the world. In this episode of the Momentum Podcast, you'll get a behind-the-scenes look into the Sharpen Summit, an exclusive event for members of our coaching programs. By the end of this episode, you'll hear from real entrepreneurs leading world-changing businesses about what genuine leadership is. You'll also understand the truth about how taking care of yourself can create momentum in your life and business, and you'll understand how to overcome perfectionist tendencies and create massive momentum in your business. If you've ever wondered what genuine leadership looks like, this episode is for you.
1: are the evolutionary hunters clearly the most important people in the world because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution. And we always will be. So uh, to wrap up this event, you all, by the way, um, just show of hands, how many people in their breakout room met somebody really awesome that you plan on connecting with again? Yes. Okay. That's the whole goal. We, you know, entrepreneurs, need community, I think way more than the rest of the world, yet we ignore community for most of our careers and most of our lives. How many of you embody that statement? I know I do. And so the more that we understand that this is where a lot of our our strength and a lot of our power, a lot of our understanding of the world is going to come from, the more important it becomes to us. So what I would love to do, and this is you know the the way I like to do this after a breakout, is I want you to share something you heard from someone else. So if you'd like to share, if you heard something awesome from someone else, just put, just say, I'd like to share in the chat. If you don't put something in the chat, I just want to also point out, that means what you're saying to the other people in your breakout room is that they weren't that awesome. So like, just consider that as you make this decision, you know, I'd like to see a lot of names in this chat. Um, I'd like to get maybe 10 or 15 minutes of, of, uh just some reflection here. Our team loves to hear it. i like you, you all to hear from each other. So let's, uh, and keep, keep piling them in here. I, um, let's get this list a little bit longer than it is, but let's start with Justin Dyson. What's up, Alex? No, and not much, Justin. Thanks, man. Thanks for being the first one to volunteer. I appreciate you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Um, <laughs> let's go first. but, um, yeah, so my group, uh, one thing Gabriella said that I, you know, agree with this sentiment she was just talking about kind of like the psychological safety um, that we've discussed throughout the day um, kind of just self-care in general as well so for me and her both I think that was kind of a big thing especially because you know COVID and all the other craziness in the world right now um, so that was kind of a big key takeaway and then the other thing that we we just kind of had more of a roundtable discussion after we shared our wins or whatever Um, and just talking about, or we had a good split between like operators and I guess CEOs and the group. And I happen to be dealing with both right now or being both right now. Um, So it's, uh, it was, it was really cool to be able to like, just offer that back and forth of like, well, here's the CEO perspective. And then also here's the operator perspective. And we are able to help one another kind of tackle a few questions or obstacles. So it was really good.
1: Nice. Nice. Thanks, Justin, I appreciate you sharing. Uh, Cosmo, let's hear from you, and then we're going to Kelly next. I need a couple more names in here. Yep, Uh, Kelly said that, she said uh, the one thing that just keeps coming back time and time again, back in her face, is self-care and how important it is. And it it is so funny, we all kind of, you know, hit on that um, and how we, mistreat ourselves for the game yeah yeah totally and was there was there any conclusion or anything i mean that's that's such an interesting way to put it it's like we mistreat ourselves for the entrepreneurial game and again i said this earlier there's way too many examples in popular popular culture today of entrepreneurs who are making it look like the way to be successful is to mistreat yourself um Mm -hmm. so what conclusions or what input did you guys draw from that cosmo
0: Uh, well, I know
1: me, I'm going to still focus on self-care and, uh, just keep, keep ratcheting it up. But even with Dustin, like Dustin said, you know, if, you know, if, if he shows up in, in a, in a, in a way that's not a hundred percent, then that's just radiated through the team and how important self-care is for Dustin. you know, it's not just for the entrepreneur. It's for, it's for, it's for the entire team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so pumped about a body of content we're going to go through tomorrow um, with this group. I didn't want to do it with the Catalyst group because it's too early for them. But I'm so excited to share this, the, the content around how the entrepreneur is the inspirational leader of the company. The operator is the emotional leader. And I think mm. that we don't, we don't really pay attention to that. We don't look at it and say like, you know, what, what are we actually leading? Yes. The operator is causing tasks to get done. Yes. They're, they're making things happen, but here's, <clears throat> here's what I mean by that. The team is going to draw their emotional Sorry. The team is going to draw their inspiration from the entrepreneur. They're going to draw their emotional lead from the operator. And so one of the reasons that we don't just talk about self-care for the entrepreneur. We do it for the operator. One of the reasons in our company, we actually have a self-care stipend. We pay for part of people's self-care on our team. We just implemented that this month. We've been talking about it for a couple of months. Um, what we do just, if you know, if anyone wants details, right now we started with a $100 self-care stipend a month in order to make it so we don't have to take taxes out of it. We're just having people send in receipts for whatever they do, massage, acupuncture, therapy, whatever it is that is self-care to them. And then we reimburse them a hundred dollars. The reason that I'm so big on that for the operator, you know, like as I, I look at this screen, I see Robert and Dallin and I see um, Rachel and Brittany and, and you know, Lori and Tiffany. And as a team, you are the inspirational and emotional leaders of the business. And as an entrepreneur, you never want to step into that emotional lead place. You want the operator to have that because we are volatile emotionally but we do wanna have the inspirational lead and, and the operator doesn't wanna take that away either because they're, they're the emotional leader. And so once you separate those out and you understand it, self-care takes on a whole new meaning because if you aren't taking care of yourself, it's hard to do either of those. It's hard to inspire or, and it's hard to lead emotionally. So so good, thanks for sharing. Uh, let's see who is next here, Kelly.
2: Well, I was in Cosmos group. So some of the same things, but one of my, one of my big takeaways from our group was actually Dustin brought up being the emotional leader of the team. Um, so that was huge. And when it comes to the whole self-care conversation, one of the things that Cosmos said was, you know, being one of those people and, and, and I'm very much like this, like, like saying yes to a lot of things, um, because I believe I can do it. (laughs) Um, That Cosmo started to create instead of a to do list, like a, I I was thinking a to don't list, like what he's not going to do and um, remove anything that doesn't um, move him towards um, his goals or or outcomes that are specifically um, connected to his role. And so that was that really stood out for for me as well. But definitely the self-care piece is like big in my face right now.
1: So good, Kelly. Um, Years ago, uh, I had a consultant who told me, you have to really be careful about what you say yes to because you block out everything else with a no. And it took forever for that to sink in. I, I remember asking like, what do you mean by that? He said, well, you say yes to an appointment at noon on your calendar. You're saying no to anything else you could be doing at noon on your calendar you say yes to jumping in and helping the team. You're saying no to everything else you could potentially be doing at that time. And and he said, you know, one of the biggest issues with entrepreneurs is that we are the fastest to say yes. In fact, you know, when we're in a decision making process, we want to get out of it as fast as possible. And if we can just say yes and take it on, oftentimes that's the habit we get ourselves into. So, so good, Kelly. I appreciate that. Um, Really appreciate it. Let's see. Let's go to um, Dallin.
2: Yeah, so we started with a, a self care conversation as well. So I'm really glad that uh, we're all aligned on eliminating the stigmas around these topics. Fierce. Um, but what I found really helpful as well is I, as a as a human, as a as a worker, am a perfectionist, and so I don't like to release something to the team or to the public or to myself if it is not in its most complete state at that time. And so I. I've been as going through the process so far, I've been taking my time and trying to be as meticulous as I can um, in pulling together all of our strategic direction uh, documents. All that to say that um, Angela reminded me that when we're building these processes, we're, we're not gonna get it right. We're not gonna get it perfect the first time. And when you have, nothing. (laughs) You know, when you're building a foundation, it's more important to get something out than it is to get the perfect final draft out. Um, which relates back to what you were talking about Alex regarding the, you know, the team training site is it doesn't have to be perfect the first time, get it out there, do it, and then go back, refine and tweak, refine and tweak, refine and tweak through, uh, the, the process that we're all learning to implement here. So I loved that realization, that reminder, and that um, encouragement to keep doing good work, but don't be my own bottleneck in preventing the process from taking root earlier on. So good.
1: So good. By the way, that first catch of the AirPod was like really <laughs> awesome. You watched the athleticism in that. Did you see that? It was like coming out and he's like, just grabbed it and put it back in <laughs> as he was talking. But um, Dallin, you know, it's kind of like one of those one of those those things about being an operator, really amazing operators come in perfectionist packages. They just do. That's that's how it is. Like really amazing operators are perfectionists. And then what what we do in our our content is help walk away from perfection and walk into production, like getting things done, like making it happen, and using and, and really setting aside that quest for perfection, because your business is broken. And if things go well, it always will be anyone who is a perfectionist should just put that on their desk. And that should be what you start your day with. Because then that way, your blood pressure doesn't go up every time there's something that isn't perfect. Um, I love this realization, Dallin, I think it's going to be huge for you. Uh, especially if you are an admitted recovering perfectionist, there is a ton in our group. I would say, Uh, you know, it's interesting. We even have entrepreneurs who are on the perfectionist side who like want everything exactly how it needs to be perfect. You know, it's funny. A friend of mine just did a, a launch that I think was about 300 or something K his sales letter was a Google doc. When you clicked, it opened a Google doc and he sold off of a Google doc. $300,000 in high ticket sales. So I look, you know, some people take it to the extreme of having to have everything be absolutely perfect. He crushed it with a Google doc. His name is George Bryan. It was super interesting watching him do that. And I'm like, George, you have nothing. He's like, I know, isn't it great? (laughs) It It was totally funny watching. And then I'm like, man, I need to check myself. Like this guy's doing it with a Google doc. And you know, this, this, it shows you, you just, you don't have to have that level of perfection. Thanks so much for the insight Dallin. Um, Travis Barker, public speaker, jump in there, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, my takeaway is actually going to be from Dow and he was talking about how this has been such a fantastic place to build connections and having
2: knee safe space to communicate, um, which I will, I will echo that. I'm sure it's recorded. Deanna, it'll be Okay. <laughs> Um, I just want to echo that. So, uh, Tiffany mentioned it too yesterday. And I think we heard it today about people getting on the support calls. Like the, those are just awesome
1: places. I, I try to get on them religiously, but I would encourage everyone to just because that is like, it's comfort in a box for half an hour. Mm-hmm. So, so good. That's a really good one. Um, we're going to, going to add that to our sales page, comfort in a box for a half hour. Um, Let's see. Andrew McDonald says, we chatted a little about who else has implemented what, and despite wanting to implement everything perfectly, there it comes again. Just picking the most important chunk and getting it done will bring growth and committing to not making it perfect. What's our standard on waterfalls? Like, What is a winning waterfall? At the end of the month, a winning waterfall, like a celebration, is 80%. Just 80%. And here's what I know from working through these concepts with hundreds of companies. And when I used to do it, it was way more up close and personal. If we got a company to consistently hit between 70 and 80% of their waterfall, it exploded. The companies who persisted to try and get to 90% or 95 or just wouldn't let it sit and like kept their people late and made people work late and made the waterfall all 100% happen they did not explode. They cause frustration and irritation and anxiety and all kinds of other stuff. If you trust this process, you will see that 80% puts you to where you need to be. So good, Travis. Appreciate it, man.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Momentum Podcast. The Momentum Podcast is created specifically for entrepreneurs just like you to get into momentum and take the rest of the world with you. If this episode helped you do that, take a moment and leave us a review. Let us know how we helped you make a bigger impact on the world. And our journey doesn't have to end here. Be sure to check out our Facebook community filled with entrepreneurs just like you who are getting into momentum and building world-changing empires. Go to sharpencom forward slash community to join now.